0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Turn It Up Marriage Tips Podcast with your host, Kelly Dupay. This podcast is filled with easy to understand and easy to apply tips and tools so that you can have the lifelong marriage that you really want. I hope you're excited because today's episode is really going to help you. Here it is. Hey, everyone. Got a question for you today. Would you like to know how to date without getting hurt? If you're single, if would you if you're married, well, watch this and and I'm sure you can share this with somebody else. But if you're single, would you like to know how to date without getting hurt? Um, Hi, I'm Kelly, pastor, police chaplain, uh, marriage coach who helps couples and individuals have the lifelong marriage that they really want. And I'm the author of this book, Turn It Up, How to Have the Lifelong Marriage That You Really Want. And so today's topic is how to date without getting hurt because dating, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, I uh, actually had a, a great coaching conversation with a couple that are dating, and they want to, um, both of them have come out of really bad relationships, and they don't know how to, they told me, they say, we're not really sure how to have a healthy relationship, and uh, and we want it to be godly, and I said, well, great, let me help you with that. So we had a great conversation, and it really dawned on me as I was talking to them that the very, very first step of how to have the lifelong marriage that you want is um, starts with the person you're dating so I wanted to give uh some input to singles today um, don't worry though if you're married um, this will apply to you because I and and certainly if you're married this is something that you can share with other people um, because I bet you you know somebody that's single and would like to be married okay maybe they're out actively looking maybe they're dating one person after another and getting hurt or maybe Maybe they're just so afraid of getting hurt that they're not dating at all. And, and um, you know, life could possibly be passing them by and they may miss something that God has for them because they're afraid. So this, I think, is going to be really helpful for all of us here today. So dating is what is dating all about? It's, it's what I, I'm not going to make it complicated, but I do want to give you some, some steps on how to do it in a way that I think will honor God, that will help you from getting, uh and keep you from getting hurt. Dating really is, um, there is a purpose behind it. I didn't understand this for a long time. And I was the kind of guy, by the way, when I was single that, um, I would just, I mean, I dated one person after another, after another, And um, there was something that God needed to heal inside of me. And when he did that, then I was able to really meet and connect with a person who's now been my wife for almost 35 years, the love of my life, the beautiful Carrie. uh, And um, anyways, um, I think some of us feel that dating is kind of like walking through a landmine on the way to the goal line, to mix metaphors here a little bit, and with the goal being getting married. And we hope as we're walking through this landmine that we don't get blown up too many times. I felt that way. In fact, that was, it was just like, well, just keep trying, just keep trying. Maybe eventually it'll, it'll click. But maybe, you know, I also felt maybe there's something wrong with me. Well, I figured out that there wasn't something wrong with me. I was just kind of going about it the wrong way. But dating really is The critical first step in having that lifelong marriage that you really want. Um, You need to make a good choice of who you're going to marry. And dating is that period of time where you can evaluate and, um, and check out that person and get to know that person. Because the goal of dating, or the purpose, if you will, is to find someone that you can spend the rest of your life with. Okay. And you really want to get to know that person well. Okay. So recognize that as you date, by the way, that you are evaluating, okay, the person, you are evaluating each other. Now, you're not judging, I don't want to make it sound like you're going to be critical, or judgmental, or or you're going to reject someone just because, you know, uh, of some superficial character thing or something. But you really do want to evaluate, okay, are their values the same as mine? Do we believe the same things? Do we go to church? Are they a follower of Jesus like I am? Um, what? Uh, you know, even politically, you may want to talk about that. You know, are we on the same page? Do we have the same kind of values when it comes to politics? You don't have to be um, equally uh, in agreement about everything. Where's the fun in that? But you do need to have the core values of your life lining up. And I did, by the way, make a recording on 10 questions to ask yourself before you get married. And that talks a lot about values and some other things too. Um, so, so I'm going to put the link to that in the uh, in the notes, uh, but you can check that out. I think that would be really helpful. And if you want to hear my story and our story, Carrie and I, um, I also made a video about that, a recording, I should say, about that called How to Start, um, uh, you know, or Starting the Lifelong Marriage that You Really Want to Have, something like that, I believe I called it. So anyways, um, recognize, though, that you're not judging the other person, but you are evaluating. And if you see some things that you don't think you're compatible with, okay, in other words, if any, and I mean big things, all right, non negotiable things. For me, that was, I was not going to date someone who was not a believer in Jesus Christ. More than just a believer, a follower, I wanted to have somebody that I was going to spend the rest of my life with, that loved Jesus as much as I loved Jesus, that was on the same spiritual level as me. Not that I'm perfect. I'm certainly not. And certainly 35 years ago when I was dating Carrie, neither of us were as strong a believer as we are now. We've grown. But I wanted, that was a non-negotiable. I wanted to have somebody to share my life with that, um, that we could unite spiritually with. And I'm going to talk about that in a moment. But maybe there's other things as well. You know, if, If you're a hardworking, goal-oriented, you know, person that's responsible financially, and you meet someone, and they're really kind of irresponsible. In other words, you know, they've never held down a steady job. Um, They always go from one job to another. They have trouble paying their bills every month. Um, You know, it, it may be the kind of thing that, yeah, you know what, I'm not really looking for that kind of person. And you know what, it's okay. Because what you want to do, we're not talking about you know evangelism. We're not talking about building friendships. We're talking about, uh, and by evangelism, I simply mean you know connecting with somebody, building a friendship with them, and sharing Jesus with them. Um, we're not talking about friendships. We're talking about the the person that you are going to pledge the rest of your life to, and you need to make sure that they're in line with who you are, okay? And if they're not, then recognize that and um, you know, then say, okay, well, maybe this one isn't meant to be. Maybe there's somebody else out there that's better for me. Or what I would encourage you to do is say, God, is this person your best for me? Ask God to give you his best and trust him to lead you to that person or lead that person to you. And um, you want to see God's blessing on your relationship. And if it's there and if all these things line up, then God is going to lead you and guide you. And you're going to have that sense in your heart that marrying this person is God's will for your life and if you're not sure about that if you have any doubts if there's some major things in that person's life that um are not um, the same as yours then you know walk away let it go um, trust god to heal your heart and then you know find somebody that is god's best for your life okay you're not and do that before you get engaged once i believe that a long dating period and a short engagement, is the best way to go. In other words, you want to do these things that I'm going to tell you to do, uh, and I'm going to get to my list in just a moment. You can tell I'm passionate about this topic and I have a lot to say. Um, but um, you, you, I mean, spend your time, take your time dating this person. And then once you decide, yep, this is God's will, this is God's best for my life, God's blessing is on our relationship, um, then you know, make, get engaged, set the date, get married. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead, pull the trigger, you know, make it happen. Um, But if you're not sure, give it some more time or maybe, you know, walk away, but that's another video. Okay. How then do we date without getting hurt? All right. Step number one, I've got 12. I'm going to go through these really quick, but I think this is going to be really helpful for you. Step number one is you need to surrender your dating life to God. Jesus said in Luke 9 23, if any man would follow after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And that whole idea of surrendering our dating life to Jesus is simply saying, Lord, I want what you want. Okay. And, um, I Lord give you control to guide me and to lead me to your best. Step number two is ask it, ask God if marriage is his will for your life okay because if you ha- if you're thinking well maybe you know I don't know I'm not really sure you know what god and the bible very clear about this has called different individuals to a life of singleness and celibacy and it's and it's okay to do that it's a blessing it is a gift from god the bible tells us but if you're like me and you're you're not sure Look at the desires of your heart. Psalm 37, verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And by give you, what I think it means is not only that he wants to fulfill those desires, but he wants to actually create them and then place them in your heart. Place those desires in your heart. And so as you're looking at your life and what you see your future being and what you really want, If marriage and a family is a huge desire in your heart, then that means it's probably God's will for you. Because I don't think God would have put it there Um, But before you ask um, that question, surrender it and say, okay, God, if marriage is not your will, then I'm going to let that go. That's really what surrender is all about. I'm going to let it go and just pursue you and follow your plan and destiny for my life and do your work and make a difference in this world. Okay, so you're going to surrender, number one. Number two, you're going to ask if marriage is God's will. Number three, build friendships in group settings. So um I think this is huge and I could go off on this point for a long time but I think what um well in my life um I was looking for a girlfriend to meet a social need of a friend, and when I stopped dating for a season, I took about a year. A friend encouraged me after a particularly painful breakup. You know, to take a year and stop dating, fast uh, dating, uh, as unto the Lord, and instead just seek the Lord and let God heal my heart. I realized that I didn't need a girlfriend, but I did need friends. Okay, so develop friendships with groups of people and in the context of groups i mean not just guys not just girls you know have a mixture there um and a great way to do this is get involved at your local church okay and there's two ways to do that you could serve on a team or ministry together or you could join one of their groups okay so just being in groups being around people and then you know i mean call some folks up and just say hey would you like to go to the movies? I'm getting a group of people together. We're going to go see a movie this Friday night. Would you like to come? And here's how we're going to meet. Let me tell you that a group, okay, is never a date. A group is not a date, but it is a great way to get to know people in a non-threatening um, setting before you ask that person out. I am so against this whole. Well, if you see somebody that you like, ask her out or ask him out. I mean, I've heard of women asking guys out. Um, you know what? Chances are that's really scary. It would be for me if I was single again. Oh my goodness, I wouldn't do that. But um, instead, get to know people and then you know, develop friendships. My wife and I were friends before we started dating. All right. So build friendships in group settings. Number four, if you are attracted to someone, here's another big piece, a a great suggestion. And I think that if you follow this, you're really going to avoid getting hurt. Ask God first. Remember, step number one, we surrendered our dating life to the Lord. So step number four is surrender that desire to God and ask God if it's his will, if if it would be, uh, if he would give you the permission, if you will, to date this person, pray about it, ask God's will. Uh, and then before you say anything to that other person, you know, get a sense that maybe you know, God might be in this thing. You know, is, if if you're a gentleman thinking about asking a lady out, is she a believer? Does she have common values? Um, does she love the Lord? I mean, all of the things that you're looking for. Um, you know, by the way, if you're looking for someone that um, will just go out with anybody, someone that sleeps around, we'll go to the places where you're going to find those kind of people, maybe a bar or a nightclub or, or something. But you know what, if you want somebody that loves Jesus, go to a place that where people love Jesus, which is the church. Okay. I think the best love stories start by saying we met at church. I met my wife at church. My daughter and son-in-law met at church and they served together And, and Carrie and I served together before we even started dating. All right. That's step number four. Number five, make your intentions clear before the first date. So this is just me, but this is how I did it with Carrie. I um, asked her to, to um, you know, have dinner with me. I cooked her a nice dinner at my apartment. We were serving the Lord as part of a missions team in Amsterdam uh, in the Netherlands. And I invited her over for dinner. And, um, and I just said, I, um, you know, kind of, I, I have feelings for you and I'd like to pursue a relationship with you. And um, are you interested in that? You know, so I was clear I didn't beat around the bush. I didn't, you know, fudge with it or whatever, you know, and you may say, you know, hey, um, I'm wondering if there's could be something between us. Maybe God might be bringing us together because he has a plan for both of our lives. And I'd like to explore that with you. You're not proposing marriage. All you're doing is asking if they're interested in having a romantic type of relationship with you. You're gonna take it to a level that's just beyond friendship and see what they say. Okay, so number five, make your intentions clear that um, you wanna honor God, you wanna continue serving the Lord with this person, but you want to explore developing a closer relationship with them. Number six, this is huge. Take your time. <laughs> I cannot say that enough. Take your time. I get really, really concerned when I hear about people that come to me and say, "Hey, will you um, do our wedding?" And I'm like, "Great. How long have you guys been dating? Um, about a couple of months?" No. Uh-uh. I won't do it. Why? Because they're making the biggest mistake, perhaps, of their entire lives. Why? Because you need time to get to know a person okay? A few dates, a few conversations, a few chat sessions online or however you, you know, met each other is not going to do it. You need to spend time, face-to-face time, long-distance relationships in the dating phase don't work. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, it's not really going to give you what you need to evaluate and make a good choice about this person. Um, but take your time and basically think of it this way, allow things to grow between you naturally The more time you spend, the more you get to know this other person, the more, if it's, if, if you see some things you don't like, it's going to become obvious, but hopefully you're going to see some things that you do like and you want more. And so don't rush it. Take your time. Just do fun stuff together and serve the Lord together. That's number six. Um, that was number six, number seven, build each other up spiritually. How do you do that? Well, read the Bible, pray, um you know go to church watch um you know sermons or videos or teachings i mean there's so much great content out there that you could um watch together um you know but but serving and and letting god bless you and use you and growing together closer growing spiritually is going to bless your relationship that was number 7 number 8 abstain from sex in the Bible, sex is a very, very clear. The Bible teaches and God's will for us regarding sex is that it is a gift. It is a good thing, but it is only to be enjoyed within the commitment and um, um, uh, limitation, if you will, of marriage. It is meant because what happens is that it pulls two people together and it unites them physically And God understands that he created it, of course, it is a great gift, but it is meant for married people. It is not meant for dating. And if you unite yourself to someone else, and then that relationship falls apart, it is like tearing a piece of paper in half with these jagged edges at the at the side of it. It is extremely painful. So if you want to date without getting hurt, don't allow yourself to get sexually involved with another person until you get married. Okay. Even engaged sex is not appropriate. Why? Because that could still fall apart too. Um, and certainly we all know that married, you know, marriages fall apart just as much, but I'm saying that your chances of not getting hurt and damaged emotionally are much higher. And let me put it this way. It is worth the wait. Um, one of the, yeah, it is so special to to know that on your wedding night you just said your vows you just got married and on your wedding night you get to enjoy each other the way god intended it let me tell you it is a blessing from the lord and it is worth the wait number nine develop emotional intimacy as you open up with each other so um sexual intimacy is um absolutely appropriate and blessed when you're married to the person. What do you do before then? Well, you can still be intimate. You want to be intimate emotionally, and by intimate, I mean opening up, being vulnerable, sharing, um, sharing your dreams and your hearts and your fears and your concerns, sharing your past and your story, sharing your 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 desires for the future getting to know that person, being a good listener, receiving the other person's story and, and building that intimacy uh, with each other. That's number nine. Number 10, don't ask the ultimate questions too soon in your relationship. So I remember when we were dating at maybe about, oh, I don't know, three or four months, maybe six months, Carrie said, hey, where do you think this is going? And um, it freaked me out. <laughs> I gotta tell you. I almost called the whole thing off. I almost went back to her and said, um, you know what? I don't think God's in this anymore. I think we should break up. I was ready to do that, but I what I told her is I said, I don't know. Let me pray about it and get back to you, which, by the way, is another great um, tip. It's not one of my points here today, but that's a great tip. If your um, boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, or wife, or husband ask you a question about something and you don't know the answer, let her know that. Let him know that. Hey, I don't know, but let me get back to you. I need to think about that for a while. It's better to give that answer than to say something that maybe you regret later or that isn't really coming from your heart. So anyways, I went away and I prayed about it. God, is this really going towards marriage? Is this what you have for us? And here's what God told me. He said, it's too soon to ask that question. In other words, be content. So I said, well, what do I do? He said, just continue to stay in the relationship and let it grow naturally. And then when the timing's right, I'll show you. And that's exactly what God did. So rather than running away because I got afraid, okay, rather than getting impatient because she wanted to know, I just went back and said, I don't know where this is going. But what I do know is that I feel that it's right, that it's good, that this is that God is in this. And I want to continue staying in a relationship with you and seeing where it goes. But if you ask me right now to tell you where it's going, I don't know. And we were okay with that answer. And we just kept trusting God and hanging out with each other and dating. And you know what? Then God, in his timing, did let me know. That she was the best, and that his will for us was that we would get married. And like I said, it's coming up on 35 years, so um, you know the proof is there. All right, don't ask ultimate questions too soon. Number eleven, let your family and friends get to know this person, and let them confirm if they, if this is right, if this is right for you. So. You want them to hang out with a person, invite him over for dinner, um, go to the beach together. I don't know what you do, but you know, whatever is a great way to introduce your family and friends, you know, to this person. And if their friends or your, your mom or dad pull you aside and say, you know, um, she's really a nice gal, but I I just don't know about this. I'm not sure if she's a good fit for you. I would really encourage you to listen to that. Let your family. Now, your family's not going to guide you. Your friends are not going to guide you. That's not what you want. You want God to guide you. But what you want your family and friends to be is confirmation. I remember as my relationship with Carrie was growing and getting stronger, my wife, I'm sorry, (laughs) she wasn't my wife, my mom pulled me aside one day. Actually, we were out for a walk and uh, her and I, and she just said, you know what? I think Carrie is the one, and I wasn't even there yet, and so I kind of went, okay, mom, well, let's see, but you know what? My mom was right. She saw something in Carrie that she had a sense that God was in this, and that um, it was his will for us to get married, so let your family and friends get to know the person Uh, And if they're against the relationship, I would seriously consider calling it off. Um, You know, I mean, there are times, depending on who your parents are, but if they're open, if they're believers, you know, listen to their input and their advice. There are times, of course, to go against that. But by and large, you want to listen to that. Number 12, finally, seek God's guidance continually as you date. And ask him to show you if this person is his best for you, okay? Ask him to show you if this person is his best. And if the Lord continues to give you those green lights, then follow them. Trust the Lord. Let it grow. Seek God. God, is this the right thing for me to be involved in? God, is there a a cliff that I can't see that's out ahead of me? Should I back up? Should I step out of this? Let the Holy Spirit guide you. And then look for God's blessing. If God is in something, his blessing will be upon it. In other words, you guys are going to get along. Um, it, it You know, all marriages go through troubles and trials and struggles because life kind of gets in the way. But in a dating relationship, you really, you know, um, ideally it needs to be pretty smooth sailing or it's generally pretty smooth sailing. So if you guys have lots of conflicts, if you guys have lots of problems and challenges and, and you're just not on the same wavelength, yeah, that might be a good sign that maybe God's not in it. It might be a good sign that maybe if that person's not a good fit for you, if you guys are always arguing with each other, if you just can't come to, to a place of agreement, if you can't see eye to eye on things, maybe God's not in it. Because once you get married, those things that are happening in the dating relationship are only going to continue, if not um, increase in their frequency Okay, so you want to just let the relationship grow and develop naturally. Let God bless it and confirm it. And if the struggle is there, if the blessing isn't there, then you might want to say, hey, you know what, maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe we just need to go our separate ways. And uh, that's a whole other teaching I could give you how to break up with somebody in a godly manner. Okay, so Jeremiah 29:11 as I draw this to a close says for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future by the way before I end this if you are married don't listen to the temptation that you or the lie that you married the wrong person and the temptation that it would be better if you started over with someone else. So you may be listening to this saying, oh man, I blew it the first time. I need to get out of this marriage and I need to do what Kelly's telling me to do and start over with someone new. No, absolutely not. What you need to do if you are married is figure out how to make it work. And I have a, 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 a little, um, acronym, um, or a, um, what is it called? A formula, (laughs) okay? A little formula that I like to give couples on how to make a marriage work. It's called HEAT, H-E-A-T. And the acronym stands for this. H is admit that you need help. E is educate yourself. In other words, you've got to get input, learn how to be married and how to communicate. And a great place to start, I got it right here. It's my book, Um, you know, and, uh, in the show notes, I can tell you how to get a copy of that. Um, A stands for apply what you learn. Knowledge by itself isn't enough. You need to apply that. And oftentimes the best way to apply it is by getting some coaching, which is what I do. Um, and then T is transform, really make the steps and change and watch God bless your relationship. So that's it for now. Um if you would like some um dating uh relationship or marriage coaching, go to my website which is turnitup.coach and um, there's a button right there about book a call. The call is free. Um, if you want more, we can talk about you know how to do that and how I do the, the marriage and relationship coaching. Um, if you're an individual and want help uh, on your own, um, either married or single, absolutely, that's totally fine. And then um, if you uh, want help uh, as a couple, yeah, book a call and we can talk about all of that. Um, Also, while you're there at the website, you can get a copy of the book. Um, You'll see that there's um, a, a spot on there where you can do that. You can donate to the ministry that I started, which is called Turn It Up Marriage Coaching and um, also I have a free Facebook group. Uh, if you're not a part of that, um, click on the link in the notes and you can join that, and um, these recordings are available both in video and in audio podcasts, so, um, you know, check out both of those either on YouTube or the podcast is with Anchor and on Spotify. God bless you guys, and um, may the Lord bless your life, and if it's His will for Him to, you to get married, then I pray that he would guide you to the right person so that you can have the lifelong marriage that you really want. That's it for now. I'm Kelly DuPay, pastor, police chaplain, a marriage coach that helps people have the lifelong marriage that they really want and author of the book, Turn It Up, How to Have the Lifelong Marriage That You Really Want. That's it for now. God bless. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, it's Kelly, and thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast. If there's anything else I can do for you, please reach out to me at my website, which is turnitup.coach. There you'll find lots of other free marriage and relationship resources. Also, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please follow rate and review this show so that I can let other people know about it as well. It really, really helps and I would love to hear your thoughts and uh, see how you review it. So thank you very much in advance for following, rating and reviewing this podcast. Lastly, I have a free Facebook group called Turn It Up, a group about relationships and marriage. And I'd love to have you join us. So look us up on Facebook and uh, apply to join us. and. I'll be glad to accept you. Thanks for listening again. God bless you.